You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. Okay. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. Anyways, yeah, that's stressful. It's been a long day. <laughs> I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know what? But today's over, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, today's over and done with. Today <clears throat> is over. Tomorrow is a new day. Yes, that exactly. Is the beautiful thing. Yeah. Um. Are you okay? Yeah. Uh huh. So I was just gonna say, like, you could put this in your dot listeners. I hope you enjoyed our Truth Tuesday because I, we posted the Truth Tuesday that said, like, your um, your mind is your... Wait, your only... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> your only your, limit is your mind. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. So we posted that, and I needed that today, so I'm glad that we posted that. <laughs> yeah, I need... I think I need it every day. I just want to print it out. I'm just it's start- on my vision board. Mm. I was gonna say, I'm start printing everything out that we do to put it. I'm like, you know what? I hope this helps other people because it damn sure helped me. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I think people know now that we record on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> like, little behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Just actually Tuesday. Well, I think you know that, okay, I'm not going to record it. On a Sunday when yeah. we launch it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like just like the common sense, but you know. Right. But we're more proactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro, bless you. Active. Oh, no. I I, I really need to cough. There's something in my throat. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'm good now. You know what I realized whenever I listened to our episode on Sunday? What? Like, because <laughs> I feel like when we talk, since I, like, explain so much with my hands, that sometimes it doesn't, like... Um, like transfer, like whenever I'm just listening, like, cause in my head, I was like, man, I was really trying to make a point there. And I did with my hands, but they can't see me, you know, like, I don't know. That's oh, why I thought, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought it was like a different like meaning or feeling when I like actually said it. And then when I heard it, I was like, huh, that didn't hit the same way. No, I think people... No. No, I'm not downing me. I'm right. just saying, like, in my head, because I am a hand talker. So am I, though. I do that same thing. And you hit, always hit my I mirror. always hit the mirror. Every time you talk. Alexis, when we first started, literally, Alexis had to spend hours. <laughs> hours. <laughs> hours editing. editing me. So. But it's okay. I had to edit myself. We're we are still figuring things out. Yeah, but I think we got it down. We're got getting it, down. it. We're getting it. We're killing it. Killing it. Killing Even if it. nobody else is complimenting. No, I'm just kidding. We get compliments. Yeah. Even if you're hating, it's all good. I don't care. Ooh, which brings us to the. <laughs> what a great segue, Krista. <laughs> right, which brings us to the episode that we're going to be talking about today. The healing at the pool. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay. No, I just, I opened my Bible up, which was going to, like, bring me to uh, what we're going to talk, like, a segue also into right. what we're going to talk about today. And um, it literally says, um, 
at the beginning of the chapter, it says the healing at the pool. Mm. And so that's basically what we'll be talking about today is like, you know, we, and we'll get vulnerable in this episode. I know I will. Um, it's like how it's so easy for us to go back to the familiar. Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy. Like once we step out of something or we leave something or we finally say no to something, our mind, our hearts, there's something, there's this energy. Yes, mind. Yes, Krista is pointing at her. Bed. I'm literally like what we talked about last week. Your subconscious is literally like a skirt. No, you're not yes. about to do this unfamiliar thing. Like mm-hmm. we have a system here. Exactly. You created a pattern. Yeah. An energy within you that always goes back to something or stays in an environment and atmosphere. But also, I mean, I'm just going to add to that really quick. Like, you know, so many people or I've heard of so many people who are like, I'm just stuck. I don't know why I'm stuck. I just don't understand why I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Like, yes. understanding why you do or think the things that you do is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, okay, my urge and want to stay in the familiar is because I am breaking out of all of those things that I have programmed in my head mm-hmm. for the last blank years, however you've been alive. Yeah, however... Or that I've been used to. Yeah. And now used it's to. harder to say no. It's harder to get it out. It's harder to leave a friend group. It's harder to leave a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's harder to leave a job mm-hmm. or whatever that may look like. It's because you created a system, a comfortability or a pattern within that environment. Yeah. And like going back to what you said, like like knowing yourself like gives you so much power like we say like the like there's that saying that says knowledge is power well Mm -hmm. the knowledge of knowing who you are and why you do the things that you do is power preach that (laughs) self-awareness is power and so um it brings me back to honestly just where i'm at in my life and um first i'm going to open up with this story in the Bible, what honestly gave me the courage to finally step out and say no and and see something that was happening in my life and say, no, I do not agree with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I see it for what it is and I'm calling it for what it is and it's chaos and it's abuse and I'm saying no to it. Yeah. And, and this story like gave me uh, just empowerment to walk away right and in jesus of course and we'll, we'll get into it but um and i do want to say like i'm starting to see the reason why i'm bringing the word of god in this because one we this is a centered um christ-centered podcast right you know um i wouldn't be who i am or have the healing that i have gotten without jesus mm-hmm. it's just who i am it's what i'm all about and so And I used to be that Christian that, like, would get information from the Bible because somebody was telling me it, Mm -hmm. not me researching it or encountering the Word of God for myself until now. Like, I'm starting to see the beauty of the Bible through God's eyes and through God, how God wants to encounter me Mm -hmm. through his word, through his love letter to me. And that's just how I see the Bible. And I understand how when people, when the Bible gets spring up, this little trigger comes inside like, oh my God, you're just going to slap the, you're going to like use it against me. Yeah. Totally get it. 
that's happened to me before. People have used it against me, but I want to invite a space with you that I'm not using this against you. Mm -hmm. This is a safe space. That's what we're creating here. And, um, you can just listen to it with open ears, open heart. I don't want to hurt you. I respect you. I honor you. And this is how I'm going to bring it in. Yeah. So just want to in beautiful. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So basically, um, I'm going into John five. Um, and it's, I mean, it's the, literally the title of it. If you have the, I have the, um, NIV version. <laughs> the Niv. The, the Niv version. <laughs> so it's literally the title of it, The Healing at the Pool. So basically, this is where the layman man, or the, yes, the layman man, the man who was paralyzed, was at um, <clears throat> the Bethesda, so at the pool. And this water was known for, you know, healing, and Jesus was there at the Bethesda pool, you know. To encounter people. And then, so it literally says in John 5, verse 6, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, which paralyzed um, for 38 years, um, been, in been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? He asked this paralyzed man, do you want to get well? Do you want to heal? And of course, like, like, in my head, when I'm reading this, I'm like, well, duh. Yeah. He's paralyzed. Right. <laughs> you know, of course he, he does. <laughs> he wants to walk. Yeah. And, um, but his reply was, his reply to this question of, do you want to heal? Sir, the invalid reply. This is literally what the Bible says. The invalid replied. I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred while I, am, while I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. So this man is like, well, he didn't even answer the question. He said, well, nobody's going to help me get there. Mm. And so Jesus replied, get up, pick up your mat and walk. Wow. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. So what this, when I was reading this, <clears throat> this man who is paralyzed, has been depending on other people to get him healed. Mm -hmm. This man had been depending on other people to get him to where he wanted to go or to where his healing was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I get that. That's fine. Like you need, as a paralyzed man, of course, you need help. Mm -hmm. But Jesus spoke to him alone and asked him alone, do you want to heal? Mm -hmm. And then he even replied, well, nobody's going to help me. And he's like, you need to get up. Because the ability for him to heal was already inside him. The power of him to heal was already inside him. He didn't need anybody else to heal him but him and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so that brought me back to whenever we're in a season of healing and we had been we have been so violated and our trust has been broken and there has been abuse or manipulation and someone betrayed us like we just got hurt and something was done to us that was very unfair mm -hmm. um we always say like i know this for me i would be like well i'm not going to be okay until they apologize mm 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be okay until they own what they did to me. I'm not going to be okay until I see justice. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop being angry until they get what they deserve. I want to feel validated in this pain. And the only way I'll feel validated in this pain is if they realize what they did. So I, that way I can move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what we're actually doing there is we're depending our healing on somebody else's actions on somebody else when our healing is our choice. Yeah. I mean, literally, I'm like, I am putting my power on a silver platter and handing it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, here, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's all my power. You hold it. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed is even even in um, also like the blind man, when Jesus literally, oh my God, and I love this story so much because this is the pivotal story of what allowed me to leave the atmosphere that I was in, Yeah, you know? And so this blind man was in his, you know, uh, village and Jesus came and um, saw that he was blind. God did not just heal him right then and there in his village. Jesus literally took him out of his village, away from his friends, away from his community, away from even like everybody around them. And it was just him and Jesus. And then Jesus healed him. Yeah. Because your healing is not between another person. It's between you and Jesus. It's also your choice, but it's also takes where Jesus has to take you out of something and it has to be you and Jesus alone to where you can heal. Yeah. And... And I'll get, I'll share even my own story. Like, like guys, <laughs> going back to the first series that we did, that was a part of my story. Mm-hmm. Um, when I shared my, the abusive relationship that I was in, where he cheated on me, where he, you know, was very manipulative and violated me and violated my trust, violated my body. Like it was just completely just darkness all around. And then even in the midst of that, my own community and my church, when it was brought to the table, um, I was made to be silent. I was not seen. It was it was chaos. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go back to the first yeah. four episodes. But also, like, I also want to put in, like, I feel like they, like, not. I'm not going to say they. I feel like some people tried to change the narrative to put you in a negative light. Exactly. And I feel like that is so unfair. Mm-hmm. And don't worry, later in our podcast, we'll be talking about that kind of unfairness. Mm-hmm. But that is so unfair to put somebody in whenever you don't know. Mm-hmm. Or whenever you really haven't, when it's like a man and a woman, mm-hmm. but to put a woman in an unfair light and not the man. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit on this forever, but of course, people always assume, or they always typically go with the man's side and, you know, the girls painted us crazy or whatever. And you're just like, <laughs> you weren't fucking there. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, like, as as that podcast was being, as the, each of those episodes was being launched mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody was listening to it. Yeah. And whether you wanted to listen to it to be nosy and just figure out what happened just because... Like, whatever the reason may be or your intention may be, there was still a lot of people that listened to it. Yeah. And you don't think that I wanted everybody that was involved in that story to own up to what they did? 
course. Or that I wanted them to just finally see from my perspective, like, wow, you know what, Alexis? That was unfair. I am so sorry. I am so sorry that happened. I'm so sorry that I reacted in that way. Like, I wanted the church that I was a part of to see and the people that I was close with at that time to apologize. Of course I did. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I wanted revenge or, I mean, I clarified that I never want revenge, but I did want people to just take ownership, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Yeah. And, and I mean, going back to what you said though, like with us, like the guy in the pool, he's like, well, I have no one to help me. Like you were searching, like I need this so that I can move on. Like I'm searching for this so that I can continue and get my healing that I need. And I was in that spot for a long time. And I thought the finalization to my healing that would just like a signed seal delivered would be people apologizing to me or people owning Mm -hmm. what they did. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, and I'll be vulnerable because I don't want to be cryptic in this podcast. And I know we have been a couple episodes just because of what's going on in my life, which I'm finally ready to say it. Um, like my ex, of course he did come and contact me after this, um, the episodes were over and, um, and you know, like, Yes, did he apologize? Did he say what he thought of the episodes? And was he respectful? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I appreciated his acknowledgement and listening to the episodes. Um, and did he want to work things out? Yes. Mm-hmm. And did I give him that chance just to see if, like, finally did something I do, like, change your mind or make you finally realize that, like, this was all wrong and you're going to finally be the man that like I thought you would be. Mm -hmm. Yes, that did happen. But taking ownership of what you did doesn't mean that you just fall back into old patterns and keep doing it. That's just called manipulation. And Mm -hmm. that's just what happened. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, falling back into those patterns because you're wanting your healing to be, healed by someone else's actions and they just won't yeah and you also want to stay in that comfortable space of course you're like can I stay here be comfortable and still be healed like can I do that (laughs) yeah and it's hard to say no when you're still hoping out for the goodness of Mm -hmm. somebody yeah and but that's the thing it's just he still wants to be in that same pattern he still wants to be in that destructive behavior and I was done with it yeah I, I was tired of it and I said no ultimately. But then I've been in a, you know, season where I have my students coming Mm -hmm. back to me, um, telling me what's going on and how they're feeling weekly and, you know, with events and stuff like that. And how basically they're crying to me and wanting me to come back to that church. Mm -hmm. And I'll admit, like, I thought about it. I thought about going back. I think there was a few episodes ago where I was, um, we were talking about how I was faced with the decision. Yeah. And if there could be a change coming and all that stuff. Uh Yes. And that was it is like, do I want to go back or not? Do I want to put myself back into that atmosphere? Do I want to put myself back into a place where it could possibly open doors to people that I don't want to open doors to again and then like to put myself back into 
people who honestly like don't like me. Yeah. Except for my students. Yeah. People that you don't feel supported by that you feel like literally like, and this is how I feel for you is it's like, I literally feel like as soon as I walk out that door, shit is going to be talked. Exactly. And, but I was willing to do that. Honestly. Can we side note like how shitty that kind of is when you're leaving a church feeling that way? Okay. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I, and I honestly, I, I was thinking about doing it. Like I was this, you can't see my fingers, but it was really close. No, I mean like to the point where you're like, I'm about to go fill out those forms to be a volunteer again. Yeah. Or like go talk to the people. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. literally, literally it was like, okay, next week I'm going to do it. Yes. Yes. Um, not even next week, a couple days, a couple days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was so close and I felt so strongly to go back because my students are coming to me and telling me what's going on and how they feel and like how they felt safe when I was there. Even though I do see my students like from time to time, it, it it's not the same when they're telling me, well, it was on a weekly basis and it's at a place where they don't feel safe, but they feel forced to buy the atmosphere and family stuff. Um, And they would like to have a safe person there in that community. Mm -hmm. And they felt as though it was me. And yes, I'm so honored to be that person for them. And I would have, I like, I would have done it. Yeah. I was going to, Mm -hmm. Um, whether or not they would have allowed that or not. I mean, that's up to them, but make putting myself out there in a vulnerable state and wanting to come back. Like I was making that decision. And I remember, I remember telling God, like, just a little whisper, like, a little prayer, quick one. And I was like, God, I feel really strongly to go back. So if this is not you, you need to interrupt this. Mm -hmm. If this is not what you want me to do, Mm -hmm. then you need to interrupt this. Yeah. And not even, like, 12 hours later, the next day, I got an email of a really great opportunity and it would take up all my time. Right. And it would actually replace the time if I would have gone back. Mm-hmm. And so it replaced that and I wouldn't have time to even go back even if I like wanted to and to be with my students again. Um, so I, I took that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it felt, and obviously, like, in that moment, as I was taking that opportunity, I was like, oh, my God, like, why do I feel sad? Like, why am I grieving? Like, I feel like I'm grieving something. Mm. And, like, and then I also feel really scared. Like, as if, like, oh, my God, this this is, like, a shock to my system. Yeah. Like, it mm-hmm. felt really scary. And as I was, like, I felt really comfortable with the person that I was um, talking to about this opportunity who gave me this opportunity. And he was like you know what, Alexis, you know what that tells me? Since you're scared and that you're grieving, it tells me that you are leaving a life behind, a life that you are so used to, Mm -hmm. a life that you have been stuck in a pattern, in a cycle with, and now you are finally breaking that cycle and you are stepping into a new life, into a new way for you, and you're finally believing in your dreams, you're finally choosing yourself, and you're finally betting on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like you are literally, you're going against the conditioning in your brain. Like you are going against that familiarity. Like you're, like we talked about your subconscious wanting to stay where it's familiar. It likes to stay comfortable. And you're like, well, where you're comfortable is not good for you anymore. 
Like, and so that was you communicating and making that choice. That's like, yeah, you're going to feel really uncomfortable for a while, but I know that this is what's best for me. Mm-hmm. I know that this is where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And that literally is like a perfect picture of taking your power back. Like that is literally mm-hmm. a perfect picture mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he was even like, this fear is good, Alexis. Mm-hmm. This is a good fear. Yeah. This means you're actually choosing yourself. And like, yeah, like that's the thing. I was like what you just said, Krista, I'm taking my power back. And like, I was so stuck in the mindset of like, like, well, they won. They won. They didn't get Mm -hmm. anything. Like, I feel like God (laughs) didn't fight for me. Like they won and it's unfair. Like I was so stuck in that mindset for months. Yeah. And what do you mean by they won though? Exactly. I don't now. Like <laughs> now, like what did they win? You're like, what did they win? <laughs> exactly. Like now, as I'm removing myself from the situation, because I believe that was like six months ago when I said that, or maybe even longer. Um, yeah, I was just like, like they won, but I'm like. So in saying that they won, that means you lose, Alexis. What did you lose? Exactly. Did you lose a church that didn't support you? Mm-hmm. You lost uh, somebody that didn't respect you or treat you right. Yeah. Well. You lost somebody who cheated on you and mm-hmm. violated you. Mm-hmm. And lied. Well, if that's losing, I want to lose all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. You know, like I lost something that wasn't for me. Yeah, but maybe it was because your mindset was going back to what we talked about earlier. Maybe it was cuz your mindset was like I will be okay when you do this. Yeah. I will be okay when you say this. Mm-hmm. I will be okay when you have accepted this. Mm-hmm. And so in that you're like if you don't do that, I lose and mm-hmm. you win. Mm-hmm. But that's because I have literally handed you the platter and was waiting of my power and it was waiting for you to give it back and if you didn't give it back in my head I think you win. Yeah. And it's beautiful that you had that realization where you literally went across the table. You're like, hold on, let me grab that right back. <laughs> like, That's my power. Like, I need to have that. It's not in your hands. It's in my hands. And as you're talking, I'm like, think, what did it, when going back to the, the, um, scripture yeah. Yeah, that you just read, mm-hmm. what was the first question Jesus asked him? Do you want to heal? Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's literally trying to get him to go inward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he is forcing him to go inward and ask, like, do I want to get healed? That was like he it wasn't anything outside of his control. It was all within that man. Mm-hmm. He's literally asking him, go inward. Do you want mm-hmm. to heal? Mm-hmm. And so for you, it was almost that moment of going inward, which it's funny because that guy, the guy from the pool, he literally didn't even like like realize, you know, go inward, whatever. Well, look at all these other people. They're not going to help me. Like that wasn't even like a thought, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm seeing. Like, as you're talking about this, you're like, right now you're, you're thinking like, how the hell did I lose? But that was because you had that thought. Yeah. And then. Because it was my whole life. I was going to say, yeah, your whole life. But then what changed? Like, how did you. I knew I could stand on my own and believe in myself without somebody telling me they could believe in me. Mm -hmm. I believed in myself because Jesus, I had Jesus alone. Mm -hmm. Like I literally had to go like in that, in that moment when the last time I was there, 
at students and I had that encounter with Jesus and God told me to take his hand and, and say, we're getting out of here. Yeah. Like we're leaving. Whenever you're ready, you take my hand and we're leaving. Yeah. And I thought even in that moment, even though it was so sad because this had been my home for seven years, I created a life here. I created a life here and then I expected to work there, to build a life there even more, like all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. I had to take it all the way. But even in that moment, even with all that in my mind, I was like, they can have it. Yeah. If this is what they want, if they can have it because I don't want this because this is not Jesus. This is not how Jesus would be with his children. This is not how, this is not the image of who he is or the essence of his character. And then I was even like, my ex can have it. Let him have this job. Let him have this life that I wanted here. Let him have that girl. I don't want it. I don't want him. I don't want this. I don't want what he has to offer because what Mm -hmm. he has to offer is chaos. Like I even said that in that moment and I was so strong minded in that moment because Jesus was reminding me of that. And yes, of course, did I fall back, you know, all the time? And I was like, no, no way. Like, because that's what my mind wants. It falls back onto like, but it's like, cause when I was with him, I felt like I needed him, but I don't, Yeah, I don't need him. And I think that's very normal mm-hmm. to fall back into something like, but wait, 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 but wait, wait, I want to try to grab on one last, like yeah. that's a very normal human tendency, but to, you know, when you're healing, when you still decide, no, I don't, I'm not in agreement with that. Yeah. I don't stand with that. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with what you're doing. I don't agree with how you're standing by this warped view mm-hmm. that you created for yourself to make yourself feel better. Yeah. You know that you're healing when you decide to say, when you stand by your decisions, when you decide to say no to inconsistency. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, is I'm thinking like, I feel like because we often set expectations for something like very, I don't even know how to describe it. Not like necessarily high expectations, but like when you're with someone, especially at the beginning, you guys future trip, Oh, we're going to get married one day. We're going to do this. We're going to, you know, run the church together. We're going to do all this. And you guys have all these expectations for your relationship. And then those expectations are crumbled. Well, we've set those already. So in our mind, we're like, no, this is that this is where we were supposed to go. And we didn't. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe we fell off. But, you know, if we could get back together, maybe we could still make it to those expectations. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could still get there because remember, we set those and that's the goal. Mm -hmm. So how can we still get there? Like, come on, like, just get back on board. Let's go get there. Even though I'm literally imagining like a little freight train, like you're in a little train, okay, (laughs) and you are riding on these railroad tracks and your expectations are like, you know, a a football field away, okay, and you guys are riding, okay, and at the beginning you guys, you guys are both in the train together, like, yay, yay, we're going to our expectations, remember those that we set down there, let's go, Mm woohoo, and you're going, Mm -hmm. and you're chugging along, and then like, you know, uh, the side of the cart falls off and then the other side of the cart falls off and now you're holding on with one hand, both. And now, you know, you're holding on, like, you know, not only one of you are holding on and the other person's trying to hold each other, like, so that we could still get to these expectations, even though like our cart is fucked. Yeah. It's falling apart (laughs) because we're not actually looking inward and seeing what's actually going on to get us there. Yeah. And I could talk about this too. It's because we've, we had those expectations. We had those sights, we had those dreams 
and we're like, I don't care what my cart looks like right now. Like, I just want to get there. Mm-hmm. And so that to me, that's why, and I, for personal, re- for personal things too, like, that's why I hold on to a lot of things. Cause I'm like, no, it was supposed to be like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it was in that moment, it was you looking down and realizing we don't even have a cart anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is not good for me. My feet are bleeding. My arms freaking hurt. And I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, I have to choose to stop putting myself through this anymore. Yes. Yeah. And that's what you did. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you did. It was scary, guys. Like, it wasn't easy to let go. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't easy to move on. It took me a long time. But now that I'm realizing it, like, to give myself grace, like, I just realized it hasn't even been a year mm-hmm. since I found out. Yeah. It has not even been one year since everything was exposed and everything happened. It hasn't even been one year since I left the church. So the amount mm-hmm. of healing, the amount of, like, the decisions that I've been making, like, I am so proud of myself. And you should be. You should be. Like, where I'm at, I never thought that I would be this woman standing here speaking into a microphone, like us both having a platform of a podcast, (laughs) what our plans and visions are for this podcast. Like, and even this opportunity that I got, I'm literally like, is this for me? Like, me? Alexis? Like, yeah. me, though, mm-hmm. because I never fully believed in myself until now because I'm seeing evidence and building history because I have chosen myself, because I have chosen healing. And now I'm seeing the fruits of where that is leading me because I've let go. I, I've i been saying no to my old life. Yes, has it been coming back and forth? Has, you know... What is the devil trying to, you know, come back? I'm like, well, hold on, Alexis. You know, remember you wanted this, but I don't want it anymore because yeah. it's not that anymore. Yeah. And so, but I, I'm staying steadfast. I'm still going, even though I've been hesitating. Yeah. But I'm still going. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm finally seeing the fruits of it. And I don't need to prove anything to anybody. And I get it. Like, you know, people they wanna they wanna listen to our po- podcast just to hear quote unquote the drama, and I get it. Whenever you're making these decisions, like people are gonna talk about you, yeah. you're gonna be judged because you're not doing the status quo. Yeah, you're not agreeing with what everybody else is going along with you're not agreeing with the system anymore Mm -hmm. you're not agreeing with the chaos anymore you're not agreeing with the worldly views but christian views but it's actually worldly views and pharisee views and so Mm -hmm. people just want to judge you and they're gonna talk guys i've heard the talks that my old church is saying and honestly And honestly, let them talk. If they want to wreak havoc on their own souls and not take any ownership for the havoc they wreak in other people's lives, that's a damage on them. That's them compromising their character. They don't need to compromise yours. You can still walk in your power and still be the woman or the man that you are and say, 
okay, they're going to talk. That's on them. That's a reflection of them. Exactly. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, I'm like, just because you get a paycheck um, from a church or you have a title of a church, of a pastor, event, co- event coordinator, creative content for a church does not mean you're a good person. Yeah, or it's, that doesn't put you above anybody else. Like, exactly. We are all on the same line. There's, there is no, um, what's the word? Um, levels. What, yes. You yeah. Understand what I'm There's saying. no one better than the other. Mm-hmm. You all still have issues. We're all still messy. Yeah. It's just, I don't pretend anymore. Yeah. But that's the thing. That was, this is the heart of our podcast too, is we're going to talk about things that not everybody agrees with. And that is the point Mm -hmm. because we want you to know that it is okay to not agree with the status quo. Mm -hmm. It is okay to have an opinion that is different and it's okay to talk about it because you don't have to be silenced. You're ideas and thoughts don't have to be silenced Mm -hmm. you can actually express those Mm -hmm. they want you to silence them because you know we want everybody to think the same and it's easier to control Mm -hmm. but no no do not silence yourself be authentically yourself Mm -hmm. and learn that way Mm -hmm. and that's the whole point and so here we are on this podcast where random ass people that I don't even know are listening and understanding who I am. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? If you're going to judge, that is on you. Mm-hmm. That is on you. But I know that the things that we talk about resonate with people. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. For those people, this is why we did the podcast. We did that for you. We are being vulnerable for you. Mm-hmm. We want you to know that these conversations are conversations that can be had. Not everything has to be surface level. Exactly. And you don't need to. And that's the, that's what I love about what we're creating here is like, even like me and Krista don't even agree on some things. Yeah. We agree on like, you know, the most important things, obviously. Right. I wouldn't choose anybody else to do this podcast with. Like exactly. I was literally just telling yeah. you that. <laughs> and so like we want to invite anybody like Jesus would not be hanging out. With the goody goody two shoes who knows the Bible from front to back, like like yeah. like the back of their hand, he would be hanging out with the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. He would be hanging out with the people who don't know anything because he wants to encounter them. He mm-hmm. would be hanging out with the gays, the transgenders, the alcoholics, all of them. Mm-hmm. That's who he would be. You know, putting him. You know, people that uh to need him. Christians. Yeah. Uh, point their nose up at basically exactly we all need him but that's the people he would be wanting to encounter because that's what he did when he was here and even when he was here not even the christians agreed with him exactly and like that's the thing whenever you're doing that and it's so sad like i'm not even embarrassed of all the things that you're saying i honestly just laugh at it because i know what you're saying because people i still have people who have my back at that church a select few, but they're all in the right places. You know, I could, I could fit it on one hand, but... Yeah, but they're all in the right places. Don't get it twisted. You know, so, like, that's the thing. I'm like, like, you are... What that tells me is, like, I have power over you to compromise your character. I don't want to have power over you. Yeah. I don't want that. Mm-mm. Like, why are you giving that to me? Take your power back. And what are you jealous of? I'm not saying that you're jealous of this podcast Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that you're jealous of 
whatever it might be. There's no reason to be jealous of me. But are you jealous that I set my mind to something and I did it? Yeah. Or that I've gotten up seven times over and I didn't let anybody take me down? Yeah. Or that I've actually conquered something? Right. Like what? what is it that is reacting inside you to – Listen to my podcasts as I'm crying and talking about depression and wanting to kill myself and abuse and violation, and you're laughing at it. Yeah. What is it inside you that listens to that as a human being is crying and you laugh at it? Mm-hmm. What's going on? That's sad. Yeah. To, for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, I mean, I don't know. Like, like Alexis and I have talked about time and time again, like, We have learned, and I think it's really good for you to ponder this too, we have learned that, like, other people's opinions and actions have nothing to do with you. Right. Like, and that's why, that's why we're going so deep into this because it's like, yeah, is it annoying? For sure. But it's not because of me. Like, there's nothing about me or, you know, there's nothing that I did or something wrong with who I am to make somebody else feel a certain way. It has everything to do with their inner battle that they're facing. Mm -hmm. And so that's why whenever we're talking, it's like, okay, well, if you're sitting there talking shit all the time, like what is, what is it that's really going on within you? Mm -hmm. Okay. And yes, it's frustrating, but it's also trying to get you to understand your self-awareness, understand why am I reacting that way? Mm -hmm. Why is my first, you know, thought whenever I listen to this or to anything is, oh my gosh, like this is so stupid or this is so, you know, whatever you say, I'm here for the drama, whatever. Like, (laughs) why is that like your first, your first thought whenever this is a podcast that is taking, taking your heart, our hearts and, and putting them on the outside, Mm -hmm. you know, like taking them out of our body and putting them out there for you. Mm -hmm. It's not, it has no agenda except for the one agenda that we're all authentically human and it's messy and it's beautiful and it's ugly all at the same time Mm -hmm. and how to navigate that. Because our unique experiences are not just unique to us. Like there are several people who have gone through similar things. There are several people who have had body issues. There are several people who have gone through a shitty relationship. Mm-hmm. There are several people who felt stuck. There are several people who have done all these things. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is talking about it mm-hmm. and finally being able to be like, oh, finally, someone I relate to. Mm-hmm. Like what a great feeling when you hear something that somebody else has finally been vulnerable about and you're like, oh my God, me too. I yeah. thought I was the only one. Mm-hmm. Like what an amazing feeling that is. And that is the point. Exactly. And that's what, that's how God intended it. That's what, mm-hmm. that's how God sees it. That's community. Yes. And, and so that's how God wanted it to be designed. That's what it, that's that's how it was supposed to be and the most beautiful thing about it and god's got our back is that whenever people heard you talking shit they still listened and they actually reached out to me and said oh my gosh this helped me to heal Mm -hmm. i needed to hear this so your cancellation of our podcast or your cancellation of Alexis Safuentes, it didn't work. You want to know why? Because what we're doing here is 
God-centered. It is Christ-centered. We have God's authority on our life. You can't cancel that. So whatever anybody is going through, whatever anybody is saying about you, they cannot cancel what God has already called on your life no matter what. God's whatever the enemy is intending to ruin your reputation or to ruin like, oh yeah, don't don't listen to this or listen to this and laugh. Like it's not gonna work. Yeah. Like the devil's assignment has been canceled. Mm -hmm. Like it's not happening. Yeah. But I mean, so literally anything that happens in your life. Like, there's always going to be people there to support you, and there's going to be people there to tear you down. That's Mm -hmm. just, unfortunately, part Mm -hmm. of it. And I feel like the real big thing that I wanted to say as you were talking was the reason why they can't touch you is because they don't have the authority. Because if Mm -hmm. you are holding that that power, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're holding the damn football, nice, secure, (laughs) ain't nobody going to get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like... If you are holding that power, nobody, nobody's words, nobody's actions can bring you down because you're like, mm-hmm. I hold this mm-hmm. and I can rely on me and I'm not relying on anybody else. I'm not looking at anybody else for affirmation. Like it is me and God mm-hmm. that, that, that's the duo. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what going back, like that's what. Jesus did with the blind man. That's what Jesus did with the um, man who was paralyzed. Like he had to be like, your healing is between you and me. Yeah. It's between you and Jesus. It's nobody else's choice, but you have to say yes to it. Yeah. My healing is my choice. And my, and I'll be honest, like if, let's say if I was in the place during that time, I was still in that place. I was still hurt. Even if they would have came to apologize to me and owned up to what mm-hmm. they did, I'm I'm being realistic. I probably would have still been mad. Yeah. I would have still been hurt. I would have still thought that it was unfair. Yeah. So as I'm thinking, I'm like, I might never feel like things were ever fair to me mm-hmm. because it wasn't. Yeah. What happened was very unfair and it was very wrong. Yeah. But <laughs> trying to justify the unjust of viable is that the word Mm -hmm. (laughs) so even if people do own up to it even if people do apologize to me that wouldn't like automatically fix me Mm -hmm. that wouldn't just like instantly heal me or make any of this feel right because it wasn't Mm -hmm. it wasn't right (laughs) yeah and so knowing i might never see justice yeah I might never get an actual, honest-to-God, genuine apology or ownership without any manipulation at all. I might never get that. Yeah. And I still have to be like, okay, he doesn't want to fully see it, and he wants to continue in his destructive ways. He wants to, you know, make everyone seem like he is happy with this other person or whatever the thing outcome may be, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That is his choice. I'm going to choose that. I'm going to stand by my choice, by my no, because I want to heal. Yeah. And I deserve that. I deserve Mm -hmm. to move on and be happy. I deserve to let go and forgive because I know that his destructive behavior, their destructive behavior 
was not me. Yeah. It had nothing to do with my identity or my worth. It was theirs and what yeah. they feel theirs is. And that's the thing, like, it's not what I want anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing to be jealous of. Like, it's not what, <laughs> there's just nothing that I would want. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody else got it or has it, whatever. Right. You know, like, I don't want it. Yeah. So I'm not jealous of it. So I can freely move on and wish them the best. And and there's a high possibility you will never know. Mm-hmm. They will never know, even with the podcasts and episodes out there forever for them to listen to. Yeah. They might never have the, the self-awareness and actually things might click with them. It just, it won't happen. But I'm not going to delay myself or hold myself back from the calling on my life and the character that God has placed on me. I'm not going to let anybody compromise that. Yeah. I mean, I... I mean, I was just thinking, like, every single person at some point in their life can resonate with this because at some point, because of the fallen world that we live in, at some point, something that was not fair happened to you. Mm-hmm. Something that was not, I mean, I hear it from my kids all the time, but that's not fair, okay? And here's the biggest point that we're trying to get out is the fact that these unfair things will happen. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's a part of life. It's a part of life. It's a part of our messed up humanity. Mm-hmm. But it is what you do with that unfair situation. Mm-hmm. Am I going to stay stuck in that unfair situation? Am I going to give my power to these other people in this unfair situation? Am I going to give my future to these other people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I going to completely deny myself because I am looking for justice or for something from somebody else? The truth is, is you could wait forever. Yeah. You could die before that happens. (laughs) And so do you want to waste your life waiting for other people to help you like the man in the pool? Mm -hmm. Are you going to waste your whole life waiting for somebody to come help you? Or are you going to look inward and figure out what can I do? The biggest thing that I tell my kids all the time is when you're in a situation, think, can I control what other people do? No. What can I control? Myself. How can I get myself to where I need to be? Mm -hmm. It's not... When this person does something, then I'll be where I need to be. It's what can I do to get myself there? How can I affirm and bring justice within myself? Yeah. That's what it is. Because if not, you could be waiting until you die. Yeah. And you have given somebody else that power. And you have been the one who has been living like hell inside waiting for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And you don't deserve that anymore. Mm-mm. Don't put yourself through hell. The key word, I'm saying this in such a loving way, and I'm not not like devaluing your pain or your grief. That grief and that pain is so real. Please hear me in that. But stop putting yourself through that. Mm-hmm. Stop sitting back down in that same seat. You can get up Mm -hmm. you can choose to take jesus hand and let him take you out of that village or that relationship or that 
you know, friendship or whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about, okay? Like Jesus is speaking to you as we, as this episode is playing. Take Jesus's hand and let him take you out of that village so y'all can heal together. Mm -hmm. It is going to be the hardest decision you will ever make in your life to break a pattern. It, It just will. You're breaking a cycle. You're breaking generational curses. You're breaking what has been you know, ingrained in you for years and years and years. And that's something so hard to break, but it is the most powerful thing you will ever do as a human being when you finally say, no, I am not going to do this anymore. No, this ends with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And so, sorry, do you want to go ahead? I was going to just say this one little tiny tidbit. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you need to stop looking around for your healing and look inward. Just like, I love that you started off with that scripture because he was literally looking around and God was just like, look in, Mm -hmm. like look inside. You Mm -hmm. have it. I have given that to you. Mm -hmm. You take that and do what you need to do. Exactly. (laughs) And then you move forward and you start seeing what your decisions are are turning into in your life and in your surroundings. Like once you start looking inward and choosing inward for yourself and stop denying yourself and your needs and your desires, you'll start to see that energy, that decision, like spread out into your relationships, friendships, Mm -hmm. work, whatever your life may be. I'm sorry. You know what? I have this picture in my head right now. What? Okay. In my head right now, it just popped up. Like, you know that saying, like, when one door closes, another door opens? Yes. Like, in my head, it's almost like, I, I don't know why I'm picturing you, okay? I'm picturing Alexis, and she, okay, hold on, time out. You guys know Monsters, Inc. when there's a bunch of those different oh doors? God, yes. Okay, so imagine you're in, like, one of those, like, where it, you're, it's just, like, a little hallway, and there's, like, 70 doors, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so in my head, it's, like, there's one door on one side of the room, and then, like, 50 on the other side of the room, and Alexis is facing the one that only has one door. Okay, and imagine it with me. The door is super old. It has holes in it. It's cracked. <laughs> it's jacked up. jacked up. And she is like, she was slowly closing the door. But as soon as it was like about to close, it's almost like she's like crying. And she's like, oh, but I don't want to. Oh, but I don't yeah. want to. And then oh. I, I visioned like, her closing that door, and then, you know, in Monsters, Inc., when the, once you are done, like, the door goes up, and it, like, moves around, and uh-huh. then it was, like, she turned around, and there were, like, 50 beautifully, like, oh, wow. like colored doors that were nice and brand new, <laughs> and it was, like, oh, my God, why the fuck was I holding <laughs> on to that dirty-ass door? <laughs> I didn't even realize all these other things that could have, that are here for me. All these other opportunities. I'm going to (laughs) cry. That literally, like, as you were talking, I know, I don't know if I totally messed you up, but as you were talking, I was like, I'm envisioning this right now. And that's insane. No, I honestly received that. I think that's a word from God. And I'm just going to receive it. And whoever that spoke to somebody's heart too, please receive it because that was for you. That was not just for me, even though she said the name Alexis. If we knew all y'all's names, I would be saying your name. Okay, that was for you, too. But, Close um, the dir- dirty-ass door, okay? Yeah. And let, it, let God take it away. Um, but that's the thing. You'll start seeing, like, like, and that's the thing. People notice when 
that person is not in my life. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to sound... I don't mean this in a mean way. But people notice when that person's not in my life because I actually glow. Mm -hmm. Like, I have this glowing about me. Yeah. Um, um, So... (laughs) uh, yeah, so you'll just have this glow. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the thing, though, is it's like, I don't know, what is it? Like, your your mind already knows something that your heart are, doesn't, or your heart already knows what your mind doesn't want to... Yeah, whichever. Some, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And that's basically it. You're like, you know what? I want to hold on to this, and so I still am because this is comfortable. This is where my expectations were. This is where mm-hmm. I want it to be. But, like, my heart, mind, whichever one it is, already knows that, no, stop. <laughs> and so then when I'm not in it, it's like, yes, okay, see? Okay, your body's like, this, this is it. And yeah. then And then you're like but and you like go back you know and yeah. and i feel like that's maybe why there's that glow because it's mm. like you're not burdened by something anymore exactly yes that thing that was pulling you down like you like your anchor you literally cut off that anchor and so you were able to float you know instead yeah. of being sunk to the bottom and that's the thing like you'll you won't have to prove that to anybody like no. they will literally notice that like people just notice when I finally let go or when that person wasn't in my life or when I made those decisions, they just noticed a glow about me. I didn't need to date somebody else and, you know, post about it as if I was over that person. Like, I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to post that I got a new job. Like, I didn't need to prove anything to anybody. Yeah, your affirmations were not from the world. It wasn't for other people. My affirmation and my validation and who I am in my identity was in Jesus Mm -hmm. and what Jesus spoke to me and how in my hiding place with Jesus, as he was healing me, people started to notice it without me even like, Whoa, really? Yeah. Like I, you know, I've been feeling this way for a while, but now people are finally noticing it. Yeah. And so, um, so, and that's the thing, like with this podcast, like we have ideas and like, and and that's the thing. When you make those decisions, you need to look forward to something. You need to have new goals. You need to have new visions. Like once you start getting your identity back, you'll start having new visions and new future for yourself because that's what God does. Like we're doing exciting things on this podcast. Yeah. And I'll give like, honestly, (laughs) what we have in store is amazing. Yeah. Like we're, we're going to have a feminine series come out in the next few weeks. We have amazing guests Mm -hmm. and then we're going to do a masculine series because this ain't just for women. This is for men. This is humanity. But also even like, even if it's titled feminine series, it's for men to listen to. Oh yes. We, yes, yes. Like, I promise you it is for everybody because Mm -hmm. it's good to know how people work. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And then we're going to have a childhood series, a mother wound series, a father wound series. Like we have so many great plans for this podcast and we want to get our listeners excited. We want to get y'all excited. And so um, I... That's just a little teaser. Um, the feminine series is coming out in the next few weeks in April. So be on the lookout. I'm so excited for what we have in store and the guests that we'll have. Oh my gosh. Um, and so, yes, but I am going to pray. Uh, Krista, do you have anything else that you want to say? No, Captain. Okay. <laughs> no, Captain. Okay. Um, so. I'm going to go into prayer. I love to do this. You need to get connected. Do whatever you need to do. Stop driving, park, I don't know, put me on pause, and then go into a safe space, whatever. And then I'm going to ask you to put your hand on your heart, um, close your eyes, or 
put your hand on your belly, whatever um, makes you feel in tuned with your body, with your soul, with your spirit. That's why I say that. And I'm going to ask you this. Do you want to heal? Hmm. Do you want to move forward? I know this was unfair. I know that you went through a lot of pain and that this was such a violation to your body, to your trust. I This does not devalue what you went through, okay? Everything you went through was wrong and it, it is unfair. But I'm asking you, Do you want to heal? You don't have to stay in this darkness. This is not for you. This darkness is not for you. It's not serving you. These thoughts in your head, the chaos in your mind, the chaos in your heart, it's not serving you. So I'm asking you to take Jesus' hand and get up. I'm asking you to lay down all your old flames And pick up new fire. To be refined. To be refreshed. I'm praying over you right now that Jesus gives you new future. A new vision. A new desire. A new life. A new heart. I'm asking you to turn your pain into power now. I'm asking you to turn your vision into victory now because you are a conqueror. You can get back up and thrive, not just survive anymore. I'm denouncing that that you're just going to survive. No, I'm I'm calling it out of you that you're going to thrive now. We are going to heal. I'm denouncing everything that somebody has spoken over your life off of judgment. That is not true. That is not who you are. That is just a reflection of them. And I I pray for y'all too that y'all look inward and stop judging others because you judge yourself so harshly. You shouldn't live like that anymore. That's not who you are either. I denounce the devil's assignment over our lives. I denounce it right here, right now. You don't get to win. You don't have victory over my life. I will no longer be your entertainment anymore. I'm saying no to the chaos. I'm saying no to the inconsistency. I'm saying no to the system. I'm saying no to the abuse. I'm saying no to the violation. I don't agree with it anymore. I'm not in agreement. That is not what I want for my life anymore. That is not what I want for my legacy. That is not what I want for the generations that are going to come after me. It ends with me today. It ends now. I deserve for Jesus to take me out for where I have came from, for where I have been, and to heal me. To go into communion with him and to go into my hiding place with him and then me come out better than ever. And they better watch out, right? Because you know who you are and you know what you have to offer.
We love you so much. And I believe in you. And you can do it. Bye. Mm, hold on. Okay. Oh, okay. Hold on. Okay. I had to go back to my visual that I gave earlier about okay. being on the cart because it, this is crazy. <laughs> Okay, in my head, it's crazy. It might not be crazy. Did you just you. have another vision? Okay, so you know how earlier when I was talking about, like, you're in this cart and you have this destination that you're wanting to get to. And as you're, you know, holding on to it, like, you know, the cart's falling off and, you know, now you're holding on with one hand and then hold it. You know how I painted that picture for you mm-hmm. earlier? Mm-hmm. As you were just praying about that, I literally... <laughs> saw you okay this is so okay I saw somebody not you Mm -hmm. okay I saw somebody like let go of those things that were causing everything to break and then it was like that person got back in the cart and that person picked up the walls and glued them back on and glued them back on and then instead of there being a destination it was just open (gasps) wow that's literally what I saw I I was like how like beautiful (laughs) like how beautiful is it that I can notice those things that are causing my cart to break and these things that are not helping it get to wherever it needs to go Mm -hmm. and I can choose to heal it again I can put those you know those doors back on and there doesn't have to be a destination it's Mm -hmm. just I'm gonna go with wherever I am guided Oh my gosh, that is so good. That is so good for me. <laughs> and I hope that helps somebody else because like to me like while I, as you're praying I'm like what a fucking beautiful picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. and and it reminds me that like I need to choose things that are going to help my cart continue, mm-hmm. not break mm-hmm. it down. That is so good. That is so good. Just your words just made that happen in my mind. Oh no, <laughs> that's your gift. The third. <laughs> but okay, but now we can bye. Okay. <laughs> no, I do hope that helps somebody. I think that was very. Thank you, Krista, for sharing that and for your visual people out there. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I just want to say you don't have to be small anymore. Yeah. You can make decisions for yourself. You don't have to be silent anymore, and you can choose. Yeah. You have the power. That's literally what we talk about all the time. It'll always go back to those things. Yeah. You have the invitation to choose, and I want to give you that invitation, and I want you to accept it. Yes. Accept it right now. your homework is to choose you, to say no to the things that you've been wanting to say but too scared to say no to. Close that dusty door. Move on. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. We love y'all so much. We love you. All right. Oh, by the way, if you ever want to email us, you know, let us know. Oh, rate, review, subscribe, because we want to get this podcast more out there. So we would really appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe. And then you can email us on our website, the real meaning of humanity podcast at gmail.com. I think that's it. Or the real humanity. No, I think it's podcast. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should get it together. Okay, okay, just go to the just Instagram. Go, yeah, just go to the Instagram and then go to our website at the real meaning of humanitypodcast.com. Beautiful. And then email us there. All right, love y'all. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.